2024. Happy Valentine's Day. Hi, Grammy. Hi, Hello. old man. Good to have you. Hey, Eric. Happy Valentine's Day, Eric. Good to have you here, as always. Oh, thank you. This You're podcast always so is sweet. brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way Hi, to create your own podcast. We use Podbean Mr. to host Shelby. the Old Man's Podcast yeah, here, Monday Marley. through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific time. Marley, Cindy, Crush Cat, good Download the free Podbean podcast yes. to Cindy start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbeam app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbeam at www.podbeam.com and use the code PODCAST21. That's all capitalized, PODCAST21, for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check them out. Bienvenidos al Old Man's Podcast, el podcast del viejo. Nos puedes escuchar en la app de Podbean Podcast, en Apple y Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music y muchos otros lugares. Si nos quieres escuchar en vivo, nuestro show se transmite de lunes a viernes a las 8 a.m. Tiempo del Centro. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Old Man's Podcast. Today is Shelby's. Valentine's Day special. Hello, happy Valentine's. Good happy to see everybody. Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> oh, hi, Grammy. Hello, Miss Shelby. Uh, How are you today? I am doing well. I'm sitting yeah. up, in, up in the old man's big recliner, all oh, under okay. his blanket that I had made him. <laughs> I'm just Aww. doing good. Well, Welcome happy everybody. Valentine's Day. And to oh. you, my dear, of course. Oh, yes. It's happy Valentine's Day to all of the pod people. Grammy loves you. Nice. Good to see everybody. Love Thanks for dropping in. We got Cindy and we got Shelby on the panel with Eric and uh, Grammy's on the system. She's in there. We got in the chat room. We got Russ in the chat room. Uh, we got Paul G, we got Marley, we have Grammy, oh no, yeah, Grammy, you're in there too, aren't you, yeah. <laughs> I thought Crash was in there, but she seemed, uh, she popped out, but anyway, good morning everybody, welcome, welcome to the show, we're glad to have you, this is our Wild Card Wednesday with Shelby show, and she got, got a hold of me the other day and said that she wanted to do a Valentine special, she had it all figured out. And that I was uh, to just sit here and be quiet. <laughs> Morning, Russ. <laughs> I was going to say, how long is that going to last there, old man? I don't know. We'll see. You're going to behave yourself. I don't know. We'll see. That's what Grammy's sitting in. Grammy sees uh, the Grammy's sitting right behind me. I can't see her. Uh, and uh, she, could, uh, she could throw something and hit me in the back of the head. There's Crash. Good morning, Crash. Good to see you. <laughs> I got a long stick, okay? Ooh. There you go. There you go. 
uh, poking when necessary. But this is uh, <laughs> but this is Valentine's Day, and on Monday with Shonda, we went into the uh, history of Valentine's. So if you missed that show, be sure to check that out. That was on the twelfth uh, morning tea with Shonda. We had that day. That was good, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's just been a good week so far. Great, good to see things. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, Crash. <laughs> but I'm glad to say that we do have my Valentine. My Valentine's with us this morning, Grammy. Uh, you'll see her in the chat room chatting it up and hear her talking. And uh, it's just going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I was going to I was gonna message you this morning, Shelby. I was going to say, you ready, Freddy? But uh... <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so I took Grammy out to her van, to her uh, Valentine's dinner yesterday. Uh, we went out and we had uh, Hawaiian food. We went to a Hawaiian restaurant uh, called Hi. Hula Boys here in Vancouver. Yeah, they make some good food. They make oh, some good yeah. food. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't been there for a while, and so they've got this um, this chili sauce that they. I don't know. I I guess they make it. They make it there or something. I don't know. But they got this chili sauce. It's kind of sweet and spicy, you know, and it is so good. And, of course, we smothered our food with that because we both love it. And then uh, last night, uh, you know, we had, we're burping and oh, our stomachs are upset. That, <laughs> that, that, chili, yeah. that chili didn't like us very well, but we liked it. So. Mm -hmm. It was good going down, but, boy, when it got there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it said we're coming back we're coming back we want yeah, you to taste this again we're coming back look, yeah i looked right. around and said i'm out of here i am out of here people so but good morning miss shelby good morning good morning, Sandy. Good to have everybody good morning. Here. and uh yeah good times good times so what I, do you got in store for us can... today what do you got in store for us today shelby <clears throat> Well, we do have some uh, a little bit of uh, backstory. Um, Good. I, heard, I did hear that you went over some, so we might be um, uh, going back over a, a few things that overlap, you know, overlap. You know, kind of yeah. what you went over. <clears throat> I'm sorry, and okay. um, um, but we also for um, our listeners at the I'm end. We would love for you um, to have pen and paper ready because awful awesome. Yes, oh, um, we have some recipes oh. for, um, for some for the men and also for the women to um, be able to uh, partake of some uh, recipes that I will tell you what they are for, um, but. Further ado, let's get um, wait, ready. Wait, before you do that, I forgot something. Uh -oh. I forgot something. Eric, hi. Good morning, buddy. How you doing, Eric? <laughs> you see, he's, he's probably sharing. I'm the in the middle of sharing it on Podbean Podcast Nation. Great to have Miss Dixie here too, and, and all the other friends. Just coming. I in. didn't want you. To, I didn't want you to think I ignored you, Eric. I mean, that was. You didn't. I, I usually say good morning to Eric right off the bat, and I got talking. Yeah. To him, so, yeah. Eric, thanks, brother. Glad you're here, and uh, I'll let you go. I'll let you go back to uh, doing what you. LMS, doing. welcome. Oh yeah, LMS. Great, oh. great to have you there. Oh, uh, so uh, yeah, Shelby, you'll have to uh, 
you'll have to because I know you're new to our uh, you know you're a new navigator so you got to get used to us while you're talking to say hi to people that come into the show but don't let that stop you don't let that throw you you just keep talking okay, uh, okay. That's all right hi LMS hi Sue hi Miss Dixie okay. all right so, <laughs> hi, oh, I thought the reason I acted because you go paper and pencil is like no not not a not game school. I don't want to play <laughs> no no there's no, no games involved no, no games you. I God promise there are no Thanks. games Thank you. I like somebody wanted to do somebody was gonna do a game or something and and Russ was on the panel and Russ goes, the old man don't like games. <laughs> <laughs> no games. These are gonna be helpful things for oh. um our guys and our gals to cool. uh, celebrate the night. Awesome. Well have at it. And okay. I will try to control myself, but you know, I'll try. Well, you know, I'll I'll allow some comments from you, but you know, you can't just like take over. <laughs> oh well, excuse Ooh, oh, me. Oh, oh, strap him down. Strap the man down. We have just spoken. I know. <laughs> well, go ahead, darling. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So um, today we're going to talk about, of course, uh, St. Patrick. I mean, not St. Patrick. Oh, my goodness. Um, we're going to talk about St. Valentine's. That's my favorite holiday. <laughs> and, of course, St. Valentine's is always um, celebrated on February 14th. But it's always people think that St. Uh, Valentine's Day um, being on February 14th is more of a corporate holiday. But technically, it's not. There is a um, story behind that. Hi, Sue. So, um, uh, hello, Sue and Miss Dixie. Hi. Um, but when we think about February 14th, we do uh, think about sharing chocolates and special dinners or doorly cards with our loved ones. But there is a reason why there is a uh, St. Valentine's Day. And it is um, uh, a, a, a backstory to that. And it's because um, there is a gentleman and his name was uh, uh, Valentine. St. Valentine, I'm sorry. And um, yes. he was a, a saint of romance. So to search the internet, um, you would find plenty of stories about him or them. Um, one St. Valentine was supposedly a Roman priest who performed secret weddings against the wishes of authorities in the third century, um, he was imprisoned in the home of a noble. Um, he healed a, his captor's blind daughter, caused the whole household to convert to Christianity, oh. and he was sealed by sealing his fate um, with doing that. But before being tortured and decapitated on exactly february 14th he um sent the girl a note that signed your valentine so um on some accounts uh by others uh saint 
named him named Valentine during the same period was the Bishop of Tierney. Um, also accredited the secret weddings and martyrdom uh, of the behead, beheading of February 14th. But unfortunately, for anyone hoping for a tidy romantic backstory to the holiday, um, scholars who have studied its origins say there's very little basis for these accounts. Um, the St. Valentine's Day only became associated with love in the late Middle Ages. Oh, okay. um, and that was thanks to the English poet Geoffrey Chaucer. Oh. Um, the two stories that everybody talks about, the bishop and the priest, they're so familiar that it makes me uh, makes suspicions um, of them, uh, says Bruce Forbes. And he is a professor of religious studies at Morningside College in Iowa. Okay. Um, so in multiple martyred, martyred uh, St. Valentine's, and these are, you know, like I said, there's, there's, some, there's several um, different stories. So it takes place with several different men um, that are considered Valentine's in quotation marks. Um, so, uh, with that said, Valentine was a popular name in ancient Rome. Um, there were at least 50 stories of different saints by that name. Um, but Forbes said the earliest surviving accounts of the two February 14th Valentines, um, were written starting in the 500s. Uh, or no, I'm talking, um, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, 500. Uh, um, they have a whole lot in common. Uh-huh. Um, both were said to have healed a child while imprisoned and uh, leading to a household of wide religious conversion. And they were executed on the same day of the year and buried, 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 I'm sorry, um, along the same highway. So they were buried on highways which is kind of ironic because you know most of the time you would think they're buried in cemeteries but these were gentlemen were buried on highways oh, so, um, uh, i think that's because they were really hated by yeah. the uh the monarchs the people in charge they right, hated them. Right, yeah. right go ahead i'm sorry so um you're fine you're fine so um the historical evidence is so sketchy about these stories that it's it's not clear whether the story started with this one saint um, who then became two or the biographers of one man borrowed details from the other and uh, made it just one big story. Um, or even if they even existed at all. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, perhaps the more disappointing um, for the romantics among us was the early accounts of the two Valentines that are typically martyrdom stories, but they're stressing the saints' miracles um, and gruesome deaths, um, but containing not a word about romance. So they're both mythical, and they begin with, and the connection with love is even more mythical, uh, says Henry Kelly a scholar of medieval and Renaissance literature and history at the U at UCLA. 
Um, so you're tracing Valentine's Day to, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, I'm sure, Lupercilia? That's um, cool. Okay. Um, St. Valentine's Day has also been associated with a Christian effort to replace the older holiday of Lupercilia, um, which Romans celebrated on February 15th. So some mm-hmm. modern stories paint Lupercilia as a particularly sexy holiday when mm-hmm. women wrote their names on clay tablets, which men then drew from a jar, pairing up random couples. Oh. Um, but again, early accounts don't support this. And the closest parallel between Lupercilia and modern Valentine's Day traditions seems to be that the Roman festival involved two nearly naked young men slapping everyone around them with pieces of goat skin. (laughs) (laughs) And according to the ancient writer of Poltark, some young married women believed that hit that being hit with the skins uh-huh. promoted contraception and easy childbirth. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of weird. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever minor romantic connotations that might have been part of Lupercilia, they didn't translate uh, to the new Christian holiday. You know, it's a good thing this is a family-friendly show uh, because uh, I, I could go off on all kinds of tangents with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm following my own rules. <laughs> That's interesting stuff. Please, that carry, is. please carry on. Um, so... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do two things here. Give me just one second. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it's, uh, it just says that, you know, it, it drives people crazy that the Roman story keeps circulating and circulating, um, Forbes says, and that the bottom line is uh, that Chaucer uh, had no evidence of people doing something special and romantic on February 14th. Um, so it says that a Chaucer poem links romance to Valentine. And it says that so how did Chaucer create the Valentine's Day we know today? That in 1370s or 1380s, um, he wrote a poem called Parliament of Fowls. And that contains this line. For this was on St. Valentine's Day. When every bird comes there to choose his mate. This was a moment in Europe when a particular set of romantic ideas <clears throat> sorry, took shape. Chaucer uh, and other writers of his time celebrated romance between knights and noble ladies. Mm-hmm. And um, that could never marry, of course. Um they often chose they uh, uh, often because she was married already. So it usually took place, you know, like um, uh, like the story of the knight and Queen Guinevere. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the knight's name. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's from uh, Camelot. 
Camelot, right, right, Camelot. So um, that that would be an example, you know, of the knight and the noble woman. But um, it it says that creating uh, tropes of yearning and tragic obstacles that still drive our romantic comedies today. Hey, Robert, good to see you. Uh, Morning, Robert. Um, So it says that um, there's still one final twist. Um. Oh, wait, I, gotta, I need to back up. I'm sorry. By the 1400s, nobles inspired by Chaucer had begun writing poems known as Valentines um, to their love interests. Um, it was only at this point that stories began to appear linking St. Valentine to romance. So it didn't start until the 1400s that, you know, romance became part of, you know, that Valentine's came into the part of romance. So, um, but there's one final twist to the myth of St. Valentine. When Chaucer wrote of the day when every bird chooses a mate, Kelly argues that he was thinking not of February 14th, but of May 3rd, a day celebrating one of many other St. Valentine's. After all, England is still awfully cold in mid-February. So in Kelly's uh, view, Chaucer was looking for a way to celebrate King Richard II, betrothal of Anne of Bohemia on the day and found that it was a was the feast day for Valentine of G- Genoa. I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, he could have chosen the feast of the Holy Cross but wouldn't have sounded as nice in the poem. Ah. But, but since his contemporaries were more familiar with February 14th, St. Valentine's Day, that was the date that became attached to the new holiday of romance. So in some ways, that may be a good thing. Yeah. But February is the worst month in cold climates, Kelly says. It's great to have something to look forward to. But I thought that was kind of interesting, and that came from the History Channel, um, you know, to kind of like throw up, throw that in there of the uh, tradition of St. Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's always um, interesting to hear how these things get started and where the, you know, where they came from, what was involved in them. And you know one thing I've I've noticed, uh, Shelby. I've noticed that a lot of these old things, when they were st- first starting like that, were very violent. I mean, you know, they were based on like this, the you know Saint Valentine's. You know, I mean, he he met a very violent death. You know, people were getting getting killed and, and beheaded uh, and beheaded, right? And buried right. in the road. Uh, I think it's uh, I think a lot of it's because uh, they just uh, they, you know the monarchs and the, the powers the people in power and that they just did not like Christianity at all you know Mm-mm. yeah so they, they did not that was that was something that you know at that time that you know the religion was the uh, um, it just left me curled. <laughs> Uh, the I, when I don't know when the Church of England was established, right? No, I, I don't think that was then. Then, but I don't know. But yeah, they they didn't like him. But that's an interesting study, an interesting study in the history of Valentine's Day. 
right. Um, welcome in, Grabo. Um, but uh, hey, yes. Yeah, so, um, I think Cindy has her uh, uh, her turn of <laughs> some things that she has. Found. Hey, well done, yeah. Shelby. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Yeah. What you got, uh, Shelby? Cindy? And I don't ask for the gifts. <clears throat> I don't know. Can you can you hear me? Okay. Welcome, I don't yeah, we hear you yes. fine. Okay. Um, me and Shelby, we talked yesterday, and there's some um, other Valentine Day tra uh, traditions, and I found that um, not just roses can be given on Valentine's Day, but um, other bouquet of flowers yeah. that have different uh, meanings, and some of these flowers I can't say, but maybe Shelby can help me oh. uh, with them. Cindy, Cindy, hold um, on a one, second. Cindy, hold on. Uh oh. Hold Okay. Gravel. Gravel. Happy VD. <laughs> Thank oh. You so oh, Lord. Oh, goodness. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Oh, my. Uh, oh, uh, my. Uh, <laughs> That's an original. Uh -oh. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> please, please carry on. Somebody, Cindy, please carry on. <laughs> somebody got the clap oh, on that you. one, didn't they? I just slipped that one in there. Ah, here, 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 here. <laughs> okay. It is still right. the old man's podcast, so you got to expect that stuff. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Please, go ahead. Please, <laughs> so, um, Shelby, you're going to have to help me with the name of this one. It, it's called the Yellow Acacia. A-C-A-C-I-A. Acacia. Yeah, I can't even say my own name, let alone that one. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's a bouquet of flowers, yellow flowers, which means a concealed love. You give it to somebody who secret. I guess it's a secret that you love uh -huh. them, but you don't want to tell them, so you give them yellow flowers. Wow! Thank you, okay. I never heard that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is also from the History Channel, so. We did a lot of researching yesterday afternoon. And then there's a, a, a John Quills flower. I don't know. And a, a snowdrops. And the John Quills flower, um, it's uh, said is, um, I desire a return of affection. That's another meaning. I don't know uh -huh. what color that is. And then there's snowdrops, which I'm assuming is white, a white flower, which means hope. And what these do is they send messages to your desired person and hope they reciprocate or return the message to you um, in response to whatever, you know, the message you're trying to send to that particular person. Right. And um, so that was, that was something that I found very interesting. So you can send... Shoot, what about all those colorful flowers that you send in bouquets? What kind of message are you sending there? I was just thinking about that when you send multiple colors. Do you want it all or are you confusion? Just yeah, there you go. Let's, <laughs> let's confuse this person and let's send them all kinds of flowers. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, that's Sue, okay. Uh, says the yellow, she says that um, yellow flowers symbolize uh, friendship. Yes, right, right. yes, I remember and, that. Um, the snowdrop, uh, oh man, we have some in the front yard. 
Oh, wow. little white ones with the Casey little Chiefs fan. Uh, Welcome. White little blooms that kind of turn over and they, in, Casey Chiefs those, fans. those weeds. I, I thought they those were weeds. Those are not weeds. You bet. <laughs> I was I was wondering why I didn't have oh, as man. many come oh. out this year. Uh oh. Sorry. Well, we used to we used to have what we what I used to call is a, a snowball bush because these things would fall, you know, um and it would look like, you know, a whole mess of snow on the ground, you know. They'd bloom and then all of a sudden you see all this, you know, these white petals all over the place and it looked like actually looked like snow uh-huh. um, right. but, uh, but, uh, oh, go ahead doesn't that one also uh, come in yellow um yellowish greenish white i think they come uh-huh. out green at first and then they finally turn totally white and then they fall oh. on the ground or the the flower part falls on the ground because that's what i, I remember was- Okay, I used to have a plant that was called a snowball, and I had the white in one corner of the backyard, and then there was a yellow one in the other end. Yeah, those are gone. Right. (laughs) Actually, believe it or not, um, Grammy, the snowballs that you're referring to are hydrangeas. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. I think the old man better go out and get another hey, Valentine's gift for Grammy. <laughs> oh, you got that right, honey. <laughs> you know when uh, when we first uh, when we first met, I was kind of you know I was trying to play the play What's the whole thing, up, you know, trying to uh, trying to make sure I got uh, you know my foot in the door solid and all this and that. And I'm out there and I go, Dad, it looks like your lawn needs to be more. It looks like, uh, you know, her Grammy's lawn needs to be more. So she was away. So I think I'm going to mow her lawn. So I get out there and I'm oh. mowing her lawn and everything. Oh, really? And she pulls in and she goes, oh, you mowed the lawn. I go, yeah. She goes, oh, you did a good job. Where are my flowers? I go, huh? oh. <laughs> I just yeah. mowed all of her flowers that she had. And, uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, you know, you're trying to impress the ladies. <laughs> And it was probably never run over a lady's flowers. Never, never, never. I think I did it on Valentine's Day, too. Oh, Oh, no. That was my Valentine's present. Yeah. (laughs) I Please go ahead. Please. (laughs) So there's another gift that um, um, it's called the puzzle purse. The where you give the purse. woman a purse and then you have these tore up pieces of paper or cardboard that have a message and so this the, the, the lady is supposed to put this puzzle together and uh-huh. read the message from the gentleman so it's called a puzzle purse That's um, interesting. yeah see these are little gifts that uh you guys can think of giving to your ladies maybe you know, I've never, I've never heard of that puzzle purse thing. That's that's interesting. That is. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Now right. here's a here's a here's a different one uh, that I found. Um, it's called Valentine's Day. Called Valenstag. Uh, it only took place in uh, Germany after the uh-huh. world the end of World War II. Uh-huh. Since then, Germans have put their own sp- spin on the day. One is by incorporating pigs, which are a symbol of luck in Germany, into mm-hmm. Valentine gifts. 
Germans also give out large heart-shaped gingerbread cookies known Ooh. as um, Lupkins Lep for Valentine's Day. And inside the cookie is uh, a message. So, you know, ladies, make your guys a cookie and put a message inside that cookie. And they can open it up. Oh, and hold sort of like a fortune message. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like, yeah. A like a fortune cookie. Like a fortune cookie type of thing. Now, but you know, when you, were, when you were saying that about the pig in Germany, is that where mm -hmm. those peppermint pig candies come from? I'm, I'm not too sure, <laughs> but it was supposed to. Somehow right. Germany had uh, that. That was their spin on Valentine's Day. They gave away pigs, I guess. I'm not too sure. They wrapped okay. pigs up. I'm not too sure. It happened after World War II. But you've seen them. I've seen them on um, in um, magazines or something. I've seen them where they have. Uh, oh, maybe it's one of my little books I get. But they have these pigs. They're solid, and it's all it's pink. And it's peppermint candy, and it comes in a little bag, and it has a little hammer with it for you to break it. Yeah. Oh, I've seen something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. a pink, solid, peppermint pig. There so I'm, I'm, you know, hey, my mind is old. Different things pop in, so... <laughs> Just you know, <laughs> bear with Just us. Just be ready. We, we get that. That's okay, Grammy. I'm I'm getting there too. I'm 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 catching up to you guys. So don't worry. I'm I'm not too far behind you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm really on. not that far behind. I'm not that far well. behind. Um, well, come on, so, join um, the fun. <laughs> just, just slow up the wagon a little bit. I'll hop on eventually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl, you got it. I think, uh, okay. I think what, I, what I saw, here, what I'm looking at here, I think that uh, famous peppermint pig, that thing, is, uh, I think it's more of a, uh, you can get it from Saratoga Candy Company. You can get peppermint pigs from Saratoga uh, oh, really? uh, yeah, Candy Company. Uh, in early and in uh, in early December's long since past, while the quaint Victorian village of Saratoga Springs slept quietly through the chilled and moonlight eve, legend suggests that a bit of magic was in the making. Uh, the first dusting of winter snow gathered in darkened downtown doorways and twirled by night wind seemed to dance like whirl uh, and whirl like sugar plum fairies behind the oakened doors of gingerbread sized candy shops that dotted Saratoga tireless old candy makers bathed in amber glow of crackling hearth and bubbling candy pots laboring into the night creating and continuing a holiday tradition known to all as peppermint pig so it's like a chris is centered around christmas time uh okay, the yeah, um eric eric's got a picture uh in the chat um, can, yes, crash can't send it to and me. uh crash is yeah crash has got a um thank you crash yeah. yeah yeah thank you crash so there you go okay all kinds of yeah. fun things around holiday times yeah oh, uh yeah. 
Crash says, Peppermint Pig tradition explained. The tradition is after dinner, you take the pig and place it in the bag. Uh, the head of the household will then talk of the past year's health, happiness, and good fortunes they've had. Once done, they will give the pig a firm tap with the hammer to break it before passing around to other families and friends who will do the same. And then I imagine once they break it all up, they just partake of the candy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's like um, what is it? Those uh, pinatas, almost like a pinata. Yeah. Yeah. Except for this is actually a solid peppermint candy pig. Yeah. Oh, someone said it's actually a Christmas tradition. Yeah, a Christmas tradition. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Cool. That is. Hey, T Bone. Good to see you. But please carry on, Cindy. Carry on. Okay. Um. Now, I'm Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T, welcome. Another, another thing uh, is uh, in Mexico they don't celebrate it just for, uh, you know, for love, but they also call it a friendship day, you know, for young oh, okay. children. And I think a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of us here in the United States, with school and stuff like that, um, they do that with the kids in school instead of making it, you know, a romance thing. They make it a friendship day. With passing out cards and stuff, I know. I remember. I think we talked about this the other day. Is um, everybody got a Valentine's card? You didn't leave anybody out, even if you no. just had to sign your name and don't put a name on it. You just put it in their box or their bag or whatever on their table. Yeah, even everybody the got one, whether you liked them. Yeah, whether you liked them you, or not, you, they, you got like them or not. You know? they got one. Yeah, yeah. I know. The the yeah. teachers made sure. They used to when I was in school. They'd send home a note saying. Uh, little Jimmy needs 30 Valentines. I mean, you know, they made right. sure that, that everybody yeah. got one, right? Yeah. Right. right. And then right. Um, they had uh, what they called mass marriages in the Philippines. And this was to help those who couldn't afford a marriage. Um, the local government on uh, Valentine's Day would group masses of people uh-huh. together in front of the courthouse and marry them all together. You know, they would have mass couples in front of their courthouse in, in the Philippines. Uh, this was done uh, in 2010. 1,500 couples tied the knot in a mass ceremony. In, no, it was in front of a, a Manila, 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 in a Manila suburb in front of a, in front of a church, I believe it says. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, when they had COVID, uh, someplace, I believe, in the Philippines also, they did um, a mass uh, wedding where they did bunches of people all at one time and they married couples all together. Um, right, right. I guess, you know, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't, you know, spread the germs or they did spread the germs, one of the two. But uh that's what they did on Valentine's Day in 2010. Well, no, they didn't have COVID in 2010. They had it in 2021. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just reading what I read. But uh, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're reading what you read. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading what I read. Oh, my God. What is today? Today is Wednesday. Wait a minute. Let me go take my pills. I got to go take my pills, man. 
I'm catching up to that wagon, guys. I'm coming. I, I see you. I'm, see I'm, me waving? Here I come. I'm yeah, right here. Stop the wagon. Stop the wagon. I'm getting on. We're pulling I'm into the stop. On. You can no. get on. Put, put that step ladder up there and put the yeah, railings out. I'm getting on. I'm getting on. I'm oh my God! I'm just reading what I read. Oh my Lord! Shelby. You're fine. You're fine. Oh my Lord! That's and, funny. I, and Shelby was Shelby was worried about what she was gonna do. Oh, oh my Lord! <laughs> fine. Help me here. You guys are sounding oh, more like my. the old man every day. <laughs> oh, man. I'm picking up some bad habits, aren't I? Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay, let's get on with this so we can... I got, See, I got two more. and The last one is really funny. Shelby will attest to this. But this one here is uh, Japanese men receive Valentine's chocolate. Oh. In Japan... Yeah, in Japan, Grammy, women Grammy, traditionally. I'm, I'm Japanese now. I'm. Uh, is it? Did you say Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> Japanese. Uh, Japanese. 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 I'm Japanese now, Grammy. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, in Japan, in Japan, in Japan, women traditionally offer Valentine's chocolates to men. One or origin story for this is chocolate manufacturers in 1958 suggestion that women use Valentine chocolates to confess romantic feelings. Grammy, get your chocolate ready. Get your chocolate ready. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, I don't have to, Cindy. My chocolate nah. is always ready. and saw the look on her eyes. Oh, my. <laughs> oh. oh, man, watch out. You got an afternoon coming to you. Watch oh, out, man. man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please, go ahead, Cindy. Uh, women give different types of chocolate, though. The... Uh, yeah. Hanmel Coco, which means true feelings chocolate, goes to the male romantic interests. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Gurich Coco, G-I-R-I Coco, obligation mm -hmm. chocolate, is offered to male colleagues or classmates. However, the desire to distribute obligation chocolates have been declining. Uh, nobody wants to get obligated anymore. There's no more... There you no go. more. I want to get married. You get the other chocolate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no more rich. No more rich chocolate anymore. You get the old plain milk chocolate, and that's it. You get the milk chocolate, and you're out of here. <laughs> that's funny. That is. And funny. then, oh, here's 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 one. This is called Tomo cho Choco. It's called Tomo Choco, and it's spelled T O M O. Awesome. So this must be for you, old man. The old man chocolate. Okay. It's called French. It's called French chocolate. It's called French chocolate. Can go okay. to friends of any gender. There you go. 
So, okay. old man, you can get okay. this kind of chocolate from all your friends. Watch yeah. out, Roberto. <laughs> Watch out, Roberto and Bob. <laughs> Japanese women what would, uh, what would Bob Isn't give? that what they put in x lax <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Oh, no. What, what would Bob do if I walked over there and handed Bob some chocolate? You know what? If I walked over there and handed Bob some chocolate, that's the first thing he'd think. What's the old man trying to do? Give me some chocolate excellent. What's up with this guy? Yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, you know what? That takes about 24 hours to work, so he won't ask you about that till the next day. If uh, he ever gets up yeah. off the hopper, you know. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it says Japanese women who follow the gender-specific traditions have their own day to receive presents from the man in their lives when white day arrives on March 14th. So while they're, you know, chalking up the old, the old, the, the men, you know, they're giving out their chocolates on the 14th of February. They got to wait a whole month before they even get their piece of chocolate. They got to wow. wait a whole month. That's in Japan though. Here, we better get our chocolate on midnight the 14th. Don't wait till Welcome March 14th in, to get my chocolate. I want mine on the 14th at 12.01. Right yeah. now. Right now. <laughs> yeah, right. buddy. <laughs> so here's the funny one that me and Shelby found. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I laugh before I even start reading it. Hours <laughs> 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 Flowers and chocolate, sentimental cards, even pig-themed gifts. These things may all be wonderful, but sometimes a relationship doesn't work out, which make uh -oh. Valentine's Day difficult. Yeah. However, if the ex rep responsible for your broken heart is still on your mind, there's a Valentine's solution. Wait for it. Cockroaches. Oh, oh, really? Okay, great. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this offers this offers something better. Several zoos now allow people to pay a small fee to give a roach the name of their choosing. The Bronx mm -hmm. Zoo has name a roach for your Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I, I can I see Grammy rolling. I see Grammy. I see Grammy rolling right out of that chair. I see Grammy. Better go pick her up off that floor, old man. I see her rolling out of that chair. Oh my goodness! That is too Chicago's. Funny. Chicago's Brookfield Zoo offers name a cockroach after your ex. And then San Antonio Zoo organizes a, wait a minute, what does it offer? Wait a minute, I've got to turn my page here. Cry Me a Cockroach Fundraiser. I'll offer some type of a certificate to commemorate the naming and to send along to the, the send along to the roaches honoree. So, there you have it. All for the loved ones and the non-loved ones. You wanna, you, you wanna, you wanna send a gift to your ex relationship? I am a cockroach. Or wait till they come out at night, turn the light on, and grab a box. 
Put him in well, welcome in JR, J, well, well, welcome Radio. Them, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. I was going to say, what if you send them a chocolate covered brooch? Oh, well, then they're going to probably that. think it's a. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I people would be making money with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing the old man looking at you now, Grammy. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's I'll giving you that raised eyebrow like, who are you going to send a chocolate-covered roach to? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> who are you sending that to? Well, there's, oh, a probably, there's, probably a, there's probably a few that we could probably think of, but. We'd probably get the horn hey, for that one too. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got the uh, a list of uh, top Valentine's <clears throat> gifts, things to give. You want to hear what they are? The top go 10. sure, go ahead. Top ten is a gift basket. Now it doesn't say what's in the basket, but I'm sure chocolate covered roaches are in there. Yeah. These are now these are the top 10. So top the number 10 is gift basket number 9, a love poem. Write write a poem and give it to your loved yeah. one. Uh number 8, perfume, favorite perfume. Mm-hmm. Number 7, a spa gift certificate. There you go. That yeah. works. You looking up. Uh number 6 is uh taking them to a, you know, take someone to an event or theater. You know, tickets, event or theater tickets. Uh, number five, jewelry. Obviously, jewelry is number five. Number four is flowers. You want to give flowers? Mm-hmm. That's number four. Number three is chocolate, like we're talking about. <laughs> number two is a romantic dinner. And the number one gift to give is a romantic vacation. Oh, I like number one. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really? say it doesn't say where, does it? No, it just says a romantic vacation. Yeah, they probably choose they probably choose the in laws or something like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, in all seriousness, uh, in all seriousness, guys, I mean, you don't have to take you don't have to make a uh, make it a romantic vacation out of town or a romantic night or something. You can go to a yeah. local place like we have here, the Heathrow Lodge in Vancouver. That's a nice place. Oh, you can go. We've there spent go. we spent our, our our wedding night there, and uh, we've been back uh, several times to the Heath. He, uh, no, we're not going, Grammy. No, we're not. I'm not taking. Oh, I just oh, thought of it right now. I just thought of it right now. I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> have time to schedule it. But anyway, you can go locally. Go locally and uh, spend a little. If uh, you feel heat on room. the back of your neck, <laughs> it's, <laughs> her eyes it's burning, my eyes burning through my skull. <laughs> no, if all of a sudden you find. You know, several little legs crawling <clears throat> across your shoulder. Oh, Guess what? Oh, you found yourself a new friend. <laughs> oh, no, I like that, Miss Dixie. Dixie says I would like a vacation where I get to just stay home for a change. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and everybody else leaves. There you go. Yeah, you enjoy yourselves, and you have the whole. So it says backyard in a tent. Nice. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. So we have another one that is called What is Galentine's Day? And how is oh. it related to Valentine's Day? You know, I uh I I learned I saw that uh when we were talking on Monday and I had never heard of that before, Shelby. I've never heard of that before. So enlighten us, please. Okay, so a modern and fun, of course, take on Valentine's Day. Galentine's Day has been a recent addition to Valentine's Day history. It seems to have been popularized by Amy Poehler's character, Leslie Nope, on Parks and Recreation. Oh, funny it's show. It's a day to celebrate the friends that you love. It's celebrated on February 13th, leaving you plenty of time to celebrate your mate on official Valentine's Day the following day. But Valentine's Day gifts um, have become a nice way to celebrate the people who mean so much. So let's check out what Valentine's Day gifts could be. So 30, I'm not going to go through all 30, but um, Valentine's Day gifts your BFFs will love. Um, so um, let's see. Um, it says, okay, so Valentine's Day is a pre-Valentine's Day celebration, of course, made famous. But um, you can give like, um, oh my goodness, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Uh, Vizagas Hot Chocolate Pink Champagne Truffles. And I'm telling you what, these things look gorgeous. Mm. Um, I should have took a picture of that. But uh, it says to add a little wow to their Galentine's Day with these pretty in pink truffles. They're handmade with French rose champagne and dark chocolate inside. And they're topped with 23 carat gold and dried cherries. Hmm, let's see. And then we have um, a Scandinautica Disco Ball Planter. Um, why, can't they, and, why can't they name things that people can pronounce? Right? Really? Yeah. I mean, come on. Welcome in, brother. <laughs> and so, um, and it's actually a uh, disco ball. Um, but for the plant mamas out there, add a little uh, bling to their plant display with this glittery disco planter. The planter can be placed on a stand or hung with a chain so it can truly serve up the 1970s era fabulousness. Um, another thing that you can have or give would be a Lanig, uh, lip sleeping mask. And of course, you know, you put that on your lips, but keep chapped lips at bay with this moisturizing leave on lip mask that works all night long. Nourishing ingredients like coconut oil, shea, and oh my, um, Mamura. Uh, seed butter and vitamin C helps soften lips. Um, there's a Bedshire pink fleece blanket. Um, but uh, okay, you want to keep the Galantine's Day gift for yourself, but this super soft and cozy flannel fleece throw 
is perfect for keeping cozy all winter long and keeps a rainbow of soft hues if pink isn't your thing. Um, but there's also uh, Avril Province French Triple Milled Soaps. And, uh, you know, every woman, best friend, can't go wrong with soaps, especially if they're scented. So make bath time more luxurious luxurious, I'm sorry, with a custom set of four soaps in their favorite colors and scents. With more than 25 fragrances from lavender to vanilla to mint to choose from, a nourishing blend of shea butter, olive oil, and glycerin, they're the perfect wintry treat for your friends. So, you know, I mean, you can always pick on Valentine's Day to celebrate with your friends, you know, those special, that special day before you pick, you know, the loved one in your life on Valentine's Day. Ooh. Yes. All, so, that, uh, all that fancy girly talk made me light my candle. <laughs> hey, now, I mean, is listen, that the blueberry muffin one? That's the blueberry muffin candle right there, baby. Yeah. And I mean, let's be honest, though. I mean, isn't really Valentine's Day? Isn't it really a, a holiday for the girls? I mean, come on, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never, no. I've never seen a guy at work. I've never run across anybody, any of my friends, any of my golfing buddies. You know, we're out there golfing. We're we're on the number one tee, getting ready to hit the ball. I've never had any of them go, man, you know, I hope I get some flowers for Valentine's Day this year. You know, <laughs> I've never heard anybody well, say. you know, there are some guys that do wish that they're old man, so, you know. Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. There I'm are. More, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I've never run across them. Hi, Shells. Good to see you. Because they want um, yeah, they they want somebody to think, show them love. I've heard them think about. I've heard I've heard them think more about buying flowers than getting stuff. You know, or buying a gift. But I've got to say, Grammy. When I was working, next thing you know, I'd get a phone call. I'd go, "Yeah, quality this gym. What? Uh, you got something down here in the lobby for you? All right, I'll be right." Down. <laughs> And I go down there and there's flowers or there's one of those Aww. edible arrangements, you know. Oh, so she took the time out to make those gifts thoughtful for yeah. you. So, you know, so I was saying that, you know, it seems like it's like it's uh, focusing on women. But I'll tell you what, ladies, you guys would appreciate some flowers sent to them. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. a kick out of it. I got it. Yeah. Oh, who's that from? It's from my baby. Who do you think they're from? You know? <laughs> right. You know, yeah, right. I'd take them. I'd take them and put them on my desk and display them out for everybody. Yeah, we we you know we yeah. act all tough and rough and you know and uh, all this and that. But you know what? We like getting hey. that stuff. We really do. Right. We like getting that flowers. Right. <clears throat> uh, so here's. Oh, sorry. Oh, Crash says, I got an edible fruit arrangement today from my grandma grandson for Valentine's Day. You know, those are one of the best things you can get. Oh, those yes. fruit edible arrangement things. Do you, do you have yeah. you have those down south, don't you? Yes. Uh, Shelby? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are perfect because you really can share those with everybody else. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. enough in there that you can share oh, everything. It's usually mm -hmm. very, very good fresh fruit. Uh, Grammy would send those to me and I'd leave them in the I'd leave it in the uh, kind of the little coffee room, the break room for everybody to have some, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but my point is, uh, you know, we might, the guys, we might act all tough in that, but we, we do like getting stuff. We do, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're softies. Besides on Father's Day, Christmas. (laughs) Right, right. 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 Carry on, ladies. Thank you for So we have some Valentine's Day fun facts, of course, that I found. Um, The average Valentine's Day gift giver spends nearly $200 on Valentine's Day gifts and goodies. Where's that going? That's for about $26 billion overall. Whoa. Yeah. And then while most people send out nice messages for the holiday, uh, Victorian era folks sometimes used Valentine's to turn down a suitor called uh, called a vinegar Valentine. And then um, more than 250 million roses are produced for Valentine's Day, with red roses making up nearly two-thirds of that number. I can believe it. Absolutely. I bet the the flower-growing places... That that's one of their best days. I mean, they, oh they yeah, are, of course. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's their most profitable day. Oh my! Right, exactly. right. That's an interesting fact. Please carry on. I'm sorry. And then Valentine's Day is one of the most popular days to propose. In fact, if you got engaged between December and February, you're in the zone when most people when most proposals happen. Mm. Um, The color red and the heart shape uh, first started showing up in medieval art during the 14th and 15th century. And then if you don't make a big deal about Valentine's Day, you're not alone. A, A YouGov survey found that only 30% of Americans thought it was a real special occasion, with most people liking holidays like New Year's Eve and uh, their uh, New Year's Eve and Halloween, Labor Day, and Memorial Day more than the Day of Love. So, if that's interesting to you... Um, yeah. uh, very interesting facts. I'm yeah. still blown away by the flower stuff you said. That the flower stats. Welcome, Maria. Right. I mean, wow. I mean, how how if you have a you're a florist, man? How in the world do you even order for Valentine's Day? I mean, oh. you, I mean, how do you order? How, how many roses are we going to need today, uh, Jack? I don't know, man. Uh, we better get you know. How do you even order for that? You know, I'm sure uh, that you have like a a budget that you go by, you know, from the years prior that you look at and then you guesstimate, okay, well, this year they say it's going to be bigger than last year. So this is what we ordered last year. So we'll up it by, you know, like 5,000 or something like that. You know, Shelby, did you see anything that said you said roses are the two thirds of the sales? Do you have any indication what the second most popular flower is for Valentine's Day? Um, it did not say as far as flower-wise. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. 
let's see. Um, it just said that uh, um, that it was a two, you know, two hundred dollars on flowers or uh day gifts and goodies that you know was a twenty six uh billion dollar in industry. Um, let's see. Well, you know, people that uh, anybody that's uh, bought flowers and all that. I mean, when you start talking two hundred dollars. Uh, for $200 really doesn't really get you that much, that many roses. I mean, yeah. it might get you uh -uh. a dozen, but roses, roses are expensive. Yes. It's upon yeah. the size. <clears throat> yeah. They have right. the small ones and then they have the jumbo ones. Right. 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 And see, so they, um, I'll go ahead, Cindy. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, we were talking yesterday, um, out in my travels yesterday there was um, street people, I call them street people, um, people who, you know, uh, sit out on the corner and sell wares. Uh, uh -huh. They were se uh, selling, you know, gift baskets and roses and, and whatnot. And, you know, they go to these places and they buy, you know, bunches of roses for maybe 10 bucks, but they're out selling them for 50 bucks for that bunch that they only got for 10 bucks. So they're making, a, you know... A, well over a good profit 400 percent profit on what they you know bought for so uh -huh. you know you know they're making their money back and then they go back out and they buy another mm -hmm. you know uh, right handful of roses and then they're going back again they bought them for 10 bucks a dozen and then you know they go probably go to a big florist or a big warehouse and they buy them off, sale. and then, you know, they're selling them. You know, they're selling them more for what they bought them for. Oh, and yeah. I've seen them in stores where they're, you know, they're only $15 for, you know, maybe a dozen, maybe a dozen and a half. But then they take them out on that street corner, and they're selling them for way more, you know. Yes. Like mm -hmm. I say, 10 bucks for the, the dozen, uh -huh. and then 50 bucks when you take them out on that corner. Yeah. And say, well, yeah. look, you know. Fifty bucks, you can have this dozen, you know. I'm saving they, you, you know, a trip. They, I'm going to the store. <laughs> right, yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah, saving you, know? you from getting beat up. crowds. Yeah. It says here, unlike a box of chocolates, a bouquet can seamlessly transition from a thoughtful gesture uh, uh, to a seasonal home decor. If you're looking for a way to tell someone in your life just how much they mean to you come Valentine's Day, but aren't exactly ready to forego style, consider wowing them with some of the best flowers for Valentine's Day. Flowers might seem like a no-brainer, but there's a reason why florists, uh, why florist Gina Winter calls it a timeless tradition. It's uh, a romantic gesture to let someone know you're thinking of them and even more significant when paired with a thoughtful handwritten note. See, that that's that's I think that's really important. A thoughtful handwritten note, not some card that was, you know, mass produced by a card company. All you got to do is just get a little a little thing and write a note, all, you know, just handwritten I love you, you know. Be my Valentine. You know, it's just something handwritten means a lot more. And you don't get that much, much anymore, I don't think, you know. Uh, just a my, little handwritten. My, uh, my, my neighbor, um, he uh, 
he's he to me he's the most thoughtful person I've ever you know met in my life. Uh -huh. um, he he and I we go through different trends. Of, you know, we have our down days, we yeah. have our up days, and when he knows that I'm not having a quote unquote good day, all of a sudden he's knocking at my door and he's got not one bouquet of flowers. He's got ten bouquets of flowers, and I'm sitting there going. Well, uh, well, uh, you know, I'm standing there, and I have hey, no relationship with this fella. He's just my neighbor. He's he and I. We talk, and you know, we joke around. And all of a sudden, he's knocking at my door, and he's he's hiding behind this, these bunches of flowers. And I'm going, and I'm crying, like, "What? What are you doing?" And he says, "Well, I just thought maybe you'd hey, like Monica. these." And all of a sudden, Welcome I have all these flowers, but I only have one vase. Where am I going to put all these flowers? <laughs> yeah. wow. and right. he, he'll do that right. for me and for no reason it'll be just an oddball day that i have and it's just like mm -hmm. he's just a wonderful person and i just wish everybody in this world could be like that person that one person in your lifetime you know um that you know they would just make that one little gesture that means so much to me more hey shonda to do that well you know that one moment out of your life and, yeah and just mm -hmm. do that do that one thing well i was going through this list like, of the, morning shonda yeah I was, I was going through this list of uh great of, of of the 15 best flowers for valentine's okay and um mm -hmm. i i i can't say half these names i've never yeah. oh yeah no. and then plus i've never seen these before but red roses right. come in as number 15. I'm surprised at that. Red roses are in at 15. Uh, then there's this thing called blooming branches, number 14. Hydra hydra hydrangea. Hydrangeas. Mm -hmm. Those mm -hmm. are 13. Uh, or orchids are 12. Mm -hmm. Daisies are 11. Uh Calla lilies are mm -hmm. 10. Now we're getting into the names. I, I, well, I uh, Tulips are nine. Now, I mean, so far I can name them. I can say them. Peonies are eight. Now, the only reason I know peonies is because we watched some kind of show and the lady's favorite flowers was peonies. Uh, yeah. But peonies are number peonies. eight. Uh, peonies. I was going to say they're peonies. 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 Got to be peonies. peonies. Uh, <laughs> ah, peonies. I, I'm just saying it the way it's spelt, ladies. Come on. <laughs> And those exactly are edible flowers, also, old man. Yes. Really? Yes, they are. Uh and then number seven is uh looks like ranch ranch cucamonga or something. Ranch colus R-A-N-U-C-U-L-U-S. I have no idea what that is. Beautiful flowers. Uh let's see, and then you got carnations at six. Uh, I think carnations are underrated. I think more. People, I do too. Uh, you know, yeah, they, yeah. Carnations, I love carnations. That, carnations mm, don't carnations get the, are the best. Yeah, they don't get the thing. And then they, they have got, a wonderful where, fragrance. Yeah. Yes, those were actually mm. my grandmother's favorite flower. So when her, uh, you know, the family bouquet that they put on top of the co coffin was actually made out of carnations. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, coming mm -hmm. in at number five, five is Darby Creek Trading Daffodils. Say mm -hmm. what? Darby Creek 
trading daffodils. That's that's oh. what this flower is called. Okay. And then number four is, uh, I don't know how to say this, but it's A-N-E-M-O-N-E-S. Anemas, uh, I don't know. It's said to be uh, uh, Aphrodite's uh, flower. Uh, mm -hmm. anyway. uh, that's number four. Number three is... Uh, Sweet angel bear. I like that. Ethrumiums. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Uh, number ten, and this uh, this surprises me. Number two on this list, uh -huh. sweet peas. Yes, you oh, know what? If you if you've ever grown if you've ever grown sweet peas peas in your garden, your vegetable gardens, they do have a a pretty little flower. If I don't mm -hmm. mind saying so myself. Mm -hmm. And then number nine is just your traditional garden roses. Uh, so mm -hmm. those are some of the flowers that are the fifteen best flowers for Valentine's. Oh, what was number one? I said uh, garden roses. Garden oh, he said roses. number nine, but he meant number one. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Red roses. What? No. Yeah. Yes. Oh, did I say? Oh, I say nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah you said right. number nine. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you guys are here to catch all these mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Rashonda wrote in her? Ran, ran, un, seulus. Red. Oh, she's giving me the, the pronunciation. Thanks, Shonda. Animoki. Animoki. Animoni. Animoni. KU. All you ladies now, all you ladies are Thank hearing you. what poor Shonda goes through on a Monday. She's, uh, she's <laughs> she goes through all this she on a phonically spells out words for the old man. Yeah, and I noticed and I that I noticed that uh I noticed Shelby and uh Cindy and Grammy and, and ladies uh, that once the show started uh uh Russ Russ left Russ kicked out man he, he got out of this well yeah. well um you have to take an aspen is sick so she's living a fever oh yeah she's living in a fever yeah, she's living in a fever 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 she's because like like everybody's been sick in his house, right, yeah. Shelby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. okay. Well, but thanks. but yeah, I know he's having to play a game of catch up. In other words. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Sh uh, Shelby, for mentioning that. I won't be uh -huh. I won't be uh, mean to Russ while he's not here. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking care of. His good man. Good man, Russell. He is. Good man. He's a good dad to those little girls. Uh, so I'm sorry I interrupted uh, Shelby and Cindy. Please carry on. It's all right. This is a great, this well, is a great show, ladies. This is an awesome show. I like thank it. You. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. So now comes Angel Bear. I'm sorry. Oh. I was just saying hi to people. So now comes the, the fun part of our show, men. And ladies, oh, get your pens and papers out. Oh, okay. <laughs> now I'll be giving you some recipes. I'm leaving. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 oh, yeah. no. You got to do this. You got to do He's this. He's gone. No, no. Oh, has no. left the building. <laughs> yeah. And to get some coffee. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. The first recipe I have mm -hmm. is for a herbal love potion. Oh, yes. And um, what you'll do is you'll actually 
and take this love potion and it's only made with three herbs and it has a magical romantic property all in their own but when you combine these three herbs you'll create a love potion that draws you closer to the one you love so take oh, your time uh, just, I'm sorry? just a moment just a moment I want yes, the old man to get his headgear back on and okay. get a pencil and a piece okay. of paper because these are three. This is a love potion. Yes, a love potion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm okay. ready. I'm ready. That sound that the old man makes. You might have just gave Roy Orbison a run for his money, like when he does that growling pretty woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, you might have just told Roy or Orbison to eat his heart out, right, old man? Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. I got my paper. I got my pencil. Lay, lay, lay love potion number nine on me. Here we go. Okay. So what you'll do is you'll take this is all um, a pinch of each. So take your time. You don't have to be in any kind of hurry to um, make this potion, okay? Because well, you you're gonna. That's because you can't hurry love. That's right. You yeah. can't hurry, hurry love. Hurry. So um, you'll take a pinch of each. You'll take a pinch of rose petals. Then you'll take a pinch of chicory roots. And you'll take a pinch of jasmine in a jar. And like I said, these three herbs have a magical romantic properties separately. But when they're combined, they create a love potion that draws you closer to the one you love. You'll certainly take your time and uh, you'll infuse this potion with a calming energy. But the rose is a universal symbol of love and can welcome romantic energy. Chicory root is said to remove spiritual obstacles and encourage success. Mm. While jasmine is a delicate flower that can attract emotional love and increase sensuality. Okay. Now, Next, wait, could I have, now these are fresh dried herbs, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you can't go to, can you go to the store and find a tea bag that has all of this in it? Um, no, because you'll, you, you don't need a tea bag. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the next step. Oh, oh, okay. There's, there's steps. Jumped ahead. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. So number two You'll write you and your lovers. What is that? I hear a phone. No, it's love potion number nine. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. So number two, you'll write you and your lovers names on a piece of paper mm -hmm. and you'll put it in the same jar on a tiny piece mm -hmm. of paper. Neatly write down the name of the person you hope to attract. And your name, um, of of course, you'll you'll roll the piece of paper up and you'll slip it into the jar. Mm -hmm. Make this a self love potion by writing down your name twice 
or writing your name and something you want to love about yourself. So like if you, you take your, take your, you know, the one you love and then you take your name and maybe there's something about yourself that you don't like and you write that, that one thing with your name on that piece of paper and you, you know, roll it together and you put it inside the jar with these herbs. Okay. Then, um, you're going to make, uh, you're going to fill the jar with rose oil. Um, and you can find rose oil at a, uh, health food store. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. Then roses not only attract romantic energy, but they also promote luck, beauty, and confidence. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know all that about roses. Yes. So pour That's the oil over the ingredients until you reach the top of the bottle mm-hmm. and then screw or pop on a lid. Now, if you're going to use like a quart, uh, a quart canning jar, mm-hmm. get yeah. you, um, and I know for a fact they have these at Walmart and I hate to suggest Walmart, but, um, they have the plastic, they're white lids, but they're plastic um, and they serve just like the metal lids that you would get with the canning jars. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they tend to rust real quickly. Oh. Um, to keep from having to buy parchment paper, it's cheaper just to buy these uh, lids. It's, it's like eight or 12 pack of lids. Uh-huh. Um, and I believe in these lids because they don't rust. They're reusable. Um and uh, just, I would just invest in those. So get you a plastic lid, put it over the um, jar, and uh, that way you don't have to buy the parchment paper. Okay. So your next step is step four. You're going to get a pink candle. And it says to light a pink candle and speak an affirmation over your jar. You can't cast a love spell without intention. Charge mm-hmm. your charge your love potion with romantic or self-affirming energy. By lighting a pink candle next to the jar, then say your intention for the potion out loud with the candle burning. Um, try saying something like, I welcome love. Uh, I'm open to romance and compassion. Um, Or the most important thing, I love, I have for myself, the love I have for myself is strong. Pink candles work best for setting romantic intentions because pink represents love. Hmm. Then on uh, step five, let the candle burn until it naturally flickers out. The longer your candle burns, the more energy your potion will have. Um, If the flame goes out sooner than you'd like, no worries. Simply continue relighting the candle. Um, I'm sorry, I lost my spot. 
Um, simply continue relighting the candle to keep your path towards love clear. Um, and then it says, never leave a burning candle unattended. Um, mm-hmm. Keep a watchful eye on the flame while you and your friends um, perform other, or bef- bef- uh, mm-hmm. never leave a candle burning unattended. Keep a watchful eye on the flame while you perform other tasks or meditate on the love you hope to receive. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, um, this is what's amazing. I've never thought about doing this, but this is what it says. Um, it's for uh, six, and this is infusing oil for welcoming love. Um, oh. But it's a love potion, but this is method. This, there's like two or three methods, and this is method one. So um, six, you're going to bury the jar once your love has come true. This love potion welcomes and brings more love into your life, especially with a person whose name is on the note. Um, be sure. I mean, uh, yeah. So you're going to bury this um, uh, with your note inside the jar. So once the oh. love you've asked for has manifested, um, which comes true, You'll uh, bring your jar to a secluded outdoor space, and you're you're gonna bury it to release the energy. And you'll you know you'll need to thank the universe for uh, bringing your love interest uh, to to fruition. But you want to bury your jar. Uh, it's too much I'm work confused. for me. I'm I'm the old. I, I I'd just soon write a note. Do you like me? And with the words yes or no, and circle one, please. <laughs> oh my gosh! Sometimes you got to you know put some effort into it, old man. I wrote it. That I wrote the note. effort for the old man. <laughs> please circle one, yes or no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm I'm confused. Why would you yes, bury it? Because to me, to bury something is to finalize. Oh, so that's it. That's that- it. You're going to finalize oh. your love, you know, that has come true. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so your method number two is going to be an herbal tea for manifesting love. And that is to, you know, of course, bring it to you. Okay. You're going to, one, what you're going to need is uh, dill, hibiscus flower, and orange peels. Ooh, I got all of those. Come on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what you're gonna do? Watch out, old man, she's gonna drug you. She's gonna drug I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. There we go. Go ahead. She's gonna drug you, man. Okay. All right. So you're gonna toss your a handful of dill, your hibiscus flower, and orange peels into a saucepan. All right. These three ingredients are packed with love attracting energy. And when brewed together, make a bright citrus tea. Use as much or as little of each ingredient as you like. But remember, this love potion is meant to help you attract what you need. Ooh. 
So um, it says here that the deal is said to cultivate joy, wealth, mm -hmm. and energy. Okay. The hibiscus flowers are considered an aphrodisiac and can attract romantic energy. Um, so the orange peels or blossoms encourage a heart healthy and clarity. Um, so it says the amount of each ingredient you use is entirely up to you. But it says to add one fourth cup or 12 teaspoons of hibiscus for a lustful and pungent floral tea. Wow. Or use two teaspoons of dill leaves for subtle uh, earthly taste to uplift your energy. Okay, so you've got this in a pan and you're boiling it, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to... You've got the, the, the herbs together. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to add water to the pot and simmer on low for three to five minutes. Mm -hmm. um, you'll cover the ingredients in the saucepan with water. You'll bring it. You'll bring that uh, water to a, a simmer on low heat. Miroslav, welcome. And, um, for no more than five minutes. Welcome in everybody that's coming in. Um, as you do this, think about why you're making this love potion. Um, <laughs> then, uh, stop. Uh, to, <laughs> stop it, Grammy. <laughs> what ahead. do I, you I, hope I, to gain? <laughs> what What do you oh, gain from mind. drinking the tea? Uh huh. Um, then setting intentions while the tea brews gives the the potion its magical and energetic properties. Ooh. So you might say something like, I welcome new and empowering relationship uh, into my life, or I am worthy of love and respect, or whatever you <laughs> would you like go. to say. Wow. I have a pouch of maybe I think it's like an ounce or more uh -huh. of hibiscus. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting ready to boil up some tea. Ooh. Oh, look out on me. Uh -oh. <laughs> uh oh. The doors are locked close this afternoon. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you know the old Lord. saying goes, if the house is a rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> Grammy, that's twice you got in a horn today. That's twice. That's me. That's horn. me. I got the I'm horn. Giving it, I'm giving it to everybody. <laughs> so on, uh, I noticed all the guys are cool. I noticed all the guys are quiet in the chat room. I thought somebody would be at least be going, run, old man, run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, part three, you're going to turn off the heat and let the tea steep for 10 minutes. Okay, and then after the water has simmered for a few minutes, turn off the, tea, turn off the heat. Cover the saucepan and let it sit. The mm -hmm. herbs need at least 10 minutes to infuse the water. 
and uh, infuse the water with their healing properties. Otherwise, you'll have an ordinary flavored water. Um, so then it says the longer your tea steeps, the stronger it will be. Um, so if you like a weaker tea, let the saucepan, uh, uncover for about three minutes, three, three to five minutes, I guess you could say. Uh So, um, then we go up and it looks kind of interesting. It's like cartoon. Shell says, Shell, she cracks me up. She says in the in the uh, chat room, Shell's, here, honey, I made you some tea. (laughs) 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 Don't um, have any ideas, Shell's. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, aren't you glad you woke me up today? No. So step four says strain the herbs from the tea with a mesh strainer. You're going to pour the potion through the strainer directly into a cup or move it uh, to a, a different saucepan or container. Consider fi- uh, filling laden glass jars or bottles with tea to store in the fridge for a later date. Hell yeah. I'm going. Um. <laughs> Y'all have to excuse me. I got to go put my oh pump on the road. I heard that one. <laughs> Woo! So it says, um, it says, ferment that stuff. Oh, you Lord. Can, you can, um, it says for step five that you can drink or get this, Grammy, or bathe in your love potion. Oh no! The beauty oh, is, no. is is this specific oh, no. potion. What what is it, Grammy? No, I I think he's oh. going to have to drink this potion because I oh, okay. want to make sure it's in coming out, and then I can get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I got my vision. <laughs> okay, so the beauty. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the beauty of this specific potion is got that you can going. <laughs> it's that you can ingest or soak in it. Either way, it'll help. It'll help refuel your energy and confidence to help you attract more love into your life. Um, fill a mug with the delicious warm beverage to enjoy with breakfast or add a cup or two of the tea to a full bath. Um, but think about the intentions you set over the tea while you drink, drink or bathe in it. <laughs> Remember, you manifest your own magic. Well, if there's no scrambled no, and tea, baby. If there's no podcast tomorrow, you'll all know why I'm worn out. Yep. Yep. I'm loving this, Shelby and Miss Cindy. Shelby, oh, yeah. you just gave a whole new meaning to your apothecary website right there. I know, right? Yeah, all right, all right there we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> uh, 
That is, that's good stuff. Please go ahead. So the next one for method, uh, this next method is infused honey for attracting love. Um, so you're gonna uh, feel you're gonna have a jar, of course, with love seeking herbs and intention. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says not only is a love uh, honey potion tasty, but is also customizable. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says choose whichever herbs fit you and your needs. Um, and, uh, then set an intention over them as you place them in your chosen jar and charge them with magic. Simply say or think what you hope each herb will do for you. And these are examples. It says add a cinnamon stick to your potion, uh, to speed up romance or intimacy. Um, use passion flowers to increase passion and bring uh, peace to your relationship. Then it says sprinkle in some rose petals to encourage love. Um, then you can uh, uh, put, let's see, um, include cloves um, to strengthen friendships. Add hibiscus to induce love feelings. That hibiscus is some good stuff. How come all I hear in the back, all I hear behind me is this? All I hear behind me is this. <laughs> and here's here's one for you, Grammy. Put oh, okay. in cardamom to encourage romantic attraction. Oh, I've got some of that. And then um, toss in vanilla extract or powder to amplify loving vibrations and energy. I'll be posting pictures of Grammy cooking in the kitchen today. Yes, please do. So then after you uh, pour your uh, herbal ingredients in, you're going to pour honey over these ingredients. Um, so, uh, when you do that, the type of honey you use is entirely up to you. I use, um, the honey I use for everything is Nate's raw, uh, honey. It's in a, a big jar or a big, uh, container and it's, it's a bright orange sticker. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, choose something local. Or opt for your favorite store-bought brand. Um, and you can get that like at Sam's or uh, Walmart, Costco, you know, anywhere that, you know, sells like organic foods. You can get it there. Um, so, um, but you can fill the jar with the honey just below the rim. So, just like if you were going to can something, mm-hmm. you know, you would fill it up to that same level. Um so, uh, uh, step three, you twist on the lid and let the honey sit for one to two weeks. Um, as the honey sits, the enchanted herbs, uh, yeah, the enchanted herbs will infuse into the honey and create your love potion. 
set the jar on a warm windowsill and let the magic and the uh, choreography, I'm assuming that's what that word is, um, uh, do its thing. Windowsill and let the magic, I'm sorry, do its thing. The longer the potion sits, the more flavorful it can be. (laughs) (laughs) So step four is you're going to strain the honey and enjoy. Once the potion has been infusing for a week or more, separate the honey from the herbs um, with, uh, uh, let's see, with a mesh strainer. Use a spoon to help the honey drip into a container. <laughs> Take a spoonful of the honey each day to boost your confidence and energetic powder power. Um, then it gives an example of drizzle this honey over oats, use to use it to sweeten tea, or take it by the spoonful to help um, attract more love into your life. Boy, you're going to have honey toast beyond belief, baby. Oh, there you go. No doubt. The old man is going <laughs> to... Oh man, gonna get some love. <laughs> you have been horned. <laughs> no, Bobby. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, Miss Dixie says. Miss Dixie says. Go ahead, go ahead. Homemade biscuits go straight to the honey. Homemade biscuits go straight to the honey. (laughs) 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 That is our day of St. Valentine's Day. Um, I hope everyone has enjoyed the show. I hope everyone has enjoyed our aphrodisiac herb recipes. There you go. And that can work both ways, fellas and ladies. That was absolutely (laughs) wonderful. What a great great show you two worked to put on. That was awesome. What a great Good job, Shelby. Good job, Cindy. You guys put a lot of time and effort in there. It was a blast. Thank you. A lot of us have picked up a lot of things from what you said. Better understanding of what's going on. I like it. Yeah, and uh, speaking of love, we have going on right now, we have our engagement points uh, competition for February. Uh, What do you mean by engagement points? See those little hearts? Those little hearts and numbers that are beside your name, those are engagement points. And whenever you come into a show, you get engagement points, you know. And uh, if you interact in the chat room, uh, you get engagement points. Thanks to 620 Patio Podcast for those. And, um, you know, and uh, you can get get these points. 
And as you come in, the number just keeps growing. It's a continuing number for the whole Ernestina, month. Welcome. <clears throat> and uh, what's going to happen is, is at the end of the month on the, on um, February 29th, uh, we're going to look and see who leads the pack with the most engagement points. And uh, they are going to win a $100 gift certificate from Glowflow Denver. So, um, you know, it's all fun. It's all fun. You know, oh, you yes. just put in, uh, you know, you just, you know, you fill it out. And I mean, you don't fill out anything. You just uh, come in the show <laughs> and have fun and uh, just see what kind of points you build up and all that kind of stuff. It's just great. A lot of fun times. But then also, uh, I'm going to let Eric tell us because tomorrow, Thursday, it's the last day to get your answers in for the trivia contest. Go ahead, Eric. Tell well, um, and, and another thing to add about the, the engagement score contest that only applies to coming into our live shows. And if you want to win that $100 gift certificate, you've got to download the Podbean app for that. And Podbean is spelled P-O-D-B-E-A-N. It's podbean.com. And welcome back, Russ. And of course, tomorrow is the deadline to submit your entries into the February trivia contest under the subject of entertainment. And I think we've already gotten a few entries so far, old man. And and we definitely want to welcome people to keep them coming. And for the month of February, we asked this question. In honor of the 2024 Super Bowl being held in Las Vegas, which is one of many entertainment destination cities internationally, what Egyptian-themed Las Vegas casino and hotel features a bright light at its peak that is claimed to be able to be seen from outer space? And if you know the answer to this question, do not post it in the live chat. Email your answer along with your name to the old man's podcast at gmail.com before tomorrow evening's deadline. And that I deadline, of course, tomorrow <laughs> evening is 12 a.m. midnight Eastern time, 11 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Mountain, and 9 p.m. Pacific. Um, and uh, in, entries, you know, submitted correctly are automatically entered into a drawing on Friday morning when we do our, you know, free for all show where we invite friends to promote their podcast projects and other business ventures they've got going on. We will announce the lucky winner and the answer to that trivia contest and the $50 gift certificate to Glowflow Denver is up for grabs for whoever that lucky winner is. Yeah. And so conceivably... One person could win $150 worth of gift certificate from uh, Glowflow Denver if you win the trivia and you win the engagement points. So you want to do that. Well, and, uh, go ahead, Eric. And on that like engagement point contest, you know, like we said, how that works, you know, interacting in chat and then calling up, calling up, you know, we'll get you some points, um, sharing and liking the show. That that improves your engagement points tremendously. And and if you want to, I mean. We, we, we welcome you like fl flicking like the gold beans and super chats are right, even though it's <clears throat> technically not required. But but of course, that just shows that you're being recognized. Yeah. So uh, uh, we like to uh, we like to encourage everybody to partake in our little contest that we have uh, because we like in all honesty, we like handing out these gift cards. And mm -hmm. we have we have here at the old man's podcast have handed out over two thousand dollars worth of Glowflow Denver uh gift cards to our listeners and uh you guys uh you know that's it's our way of saying thank you for being listeners to the old man's podcast you guys are awesome we appreciate it um yeah cindy uh, and uh shelby gosh what a great show i can't get i just can't get that out of my mind man this has just been so much fun uh uh good job good job thank you, thank you. well thank you. 
And, and another thing I had, I also, you know, cooked up recently. Um, ocean, you know, a potion? Did you cook up a love potion, Eric? No, I'm just kidding. No. Go ahead. <laughs> because, you know, recently, you know, like those like author highlight interviews have been going on for about roughly a year now, which, which I know Sean does in charge of in seeing that. And I got this revolutionary idea, you know, with, with my, my friend Arch Kennedy, you know, publishing his book, The Weather's Fine. And, and I, I gave copies out to my, my, my closest like podcast friends and our October contest winner Shep. And, um, and I was able to obtain more copies of Arch's book to, to distribute in our podcast listener appreciation contest. And, you know, we have quite a few honorees here and thank you for the love there shells. Like Mike Sh Shelby is one of them since she's now part of the old man's podcast show. Russ, he's another one. Um, Shonda and Pertwee and Miss Dixie and BP49 and, and Aberrant and a few other friends. And I'm, we'll be looking to distribute more copies and obtain more copies soon. And, and I hope to make it go international with a couple of international podcast friends I would like for us to honor. Yeah, and uh, let me mention this while you're here. If you're in the show and if you haven't done it yet and uh, uh, you've been a listener for a while or you're brand new to the show, hit that follow button for us and give us a follow and come on back. Be Join the pod people. That's what Grammy calls all the listeners and followers <laughs> of the old man's podcast. The pod, her pod people, they're hers. Pod yep. people. Join the pod people. And speaking of author highlights, we have one coming up. Uh, February 26th, we have one coming up. We're going to be, Shonda's going to be talking to author Neil Offen. Neil Offen, O-F-F-E-N. He has a book out, Build a Better Boomer. That's a funny book. That's a funny book. So she's going to be talking with him on February 26th. And we're in the process of hooking one up for March. So uh, if we can get one of these uh, uh, one a month, that's going to be great. Uh, so be sure you tune in for that. Those are a lot of fun, a lot of fun to do. Uh, man, what a great show. So glad I was invited last night. Really enjoyed the show and Grammy's laugh. Yeah, her laugh is good. Hey, KC <laughs> Chiefs fan, Kansas City Chiefs fan, it's good to have you here. We're glad you're here. We're glad everybody's here. Uh, it, it's just been fun. And Russ, we're hoping that Aspen gets better. Oh, yeah. Uh, we hate it when the yes. little kids are. We hate it when the little kids are sick. Yeah, you know, it gets really our are. heart. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, um, and, you know, uh, Casey Chiefs fan ahead. is related to Lucky Me, FYI. So we welcome Casey Chiefs fan into the Old Man's Podcast Show and Lagoon Knot family of podcasts. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. indeed. I want to say something. Uh, one thing I did uh, one day uh, when uh, my son Rich was sick, he was a little tiny boy like Aspen and just sick, terribly sick. And I made the mistake. I was there and I'm going, I'm looking at him. I'm holding him and I'm going, dear Lord, if there's any way you can lift this sickness from my son and give it to me, let him be free and give it to me. The next day I was sicker than a dog and Richie was running around like a little cat. Another, not, not holding him back. So uh, be careful what you pray for people. Be careful what you pray for. <laughs> because you will get it. You, yes, you will. Mm -hmm. uh, man, what a great show. Again, thank you, ladies. You did a wonderful yeah, job. This has been fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, I think yeah. we need to uh, we think we go ahead and close this show down. <laughs> Get out there, guys. It's Valentine's Day. Get out there and have some fun. Yes. You know, uh, yes. go out and have lunch. Go out and have lunch or go out and have dinner. You know, do something special. Just yeah. have a good time. 
I'm going to uh, fix you a good dinner and oh. you're having tea. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Shelby. You're welcome. And Cindy. Cindy had a hand yeah, in that. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. 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 I encourage it. I encourage it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna turn. We're gonna start to cue the music. Turn it over to Eric. Eric's gonna tell us about some other podcasts that are coming up. And uh, yeah, here we go, Eric. It's all yours, buddy. Well, you know, prime time's gonna be pretty jam packed tonight, of course, because we'll be kicking it off at seven p.m. Eastern time with the Potluck Podcast. And we appreciate Grabo coming to today's show. And um, and if you're on Facebook, Twitch, or Rumble or YouTube, you might find Slacker Two Alpha over there, and then. Then you'll also find Lucky and Shane over at the Sistua Patio at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Then at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, James and Scooter with the Beans and Weenie show is slightly doomed. 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, like like George is promoting in chat, and, and we know we'll see Russ and, and Shelby and Shep and Boogie Nights and a few other friends there. The Pulse Wednesday Night Variety Show with Brett and Scott Rick Irish in the gang. And, um, and of course, tomorrow will be... Russ's day. Hopefully, Aspen is feeling well enough for for Russ to come back, and yeah, many other man. podcast friends will be seeing a little bit later in the week. Yeah, and I want to say, Russ, you know, if uh, Aspen's not any better, uh, we understand. We understand. You, you know, our kids are important. Take care of your. We got to recruit Chef to come in his place. Take care of your little kid, and uh, we can always have Cat Crash come in. He's our standby navigator. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, oh, yeah, Thursday, uh, Crash Cat's uh, podcast. Crash and Burning, that's on Thursday tomorrow at uh, noon uh, Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. And don't forget, tune in to Tick Radio Podcast, T-I-K Radio Podcast. Monica puts out great podcasts there. And if you're bilingual, if English isn't your number one uh, language and Spanish is, by all means, listen to Tick Radio Podcast because... Monica does a very unique and very good thing. She'll post the show in English and then she'll post it again in Spanish. So get your Spanish speaking friends tuned in to Tick Radio podcast and check them out. Also on Thursday, Easy Rider Tenerife, the Right Time Radio podcast. Uh, their radio, Right Time Radio, and you can find them at rightimeradio.com. They are going to be uh, joining forces and talking with Amber May tomorrow. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be an awesome thing because they both have a passion for politics, uh, what's going on, and it's going to be a good show. So that's tomorrow. And I believe that is at 11 11 a.m. Pacific time, uh, which would be 2 a.m., 2 2 p.m. Eastern. So you want to check that out. Ride Time Radio. Go to the Easy Rider Tenerife website and click the Ride Time Radio button and it'll put you right there and you can listen to that. Foolish Thoughts by a Fool for Learning, Joseph B's podcast. You want to check him out? Uh, It's just a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time to have a podcast and be out there and just have a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This was just an enjoyable, fun uh, show. And uh, I'm... I got to watch myself today. I got to be careful. Don't drink anything unless I've made it myself. <laughs> well, Shell's, Shell's already suggested that I just say, see here, honey, 
I made you some tea with honey biscuits. And my radar's going to go. Danger, danger. Run, Will Robinson. Run, Will Robinson. Danger, danger. Everybody, go out and have a great day. Have a great Valentine's Day. And we will see you tomorrow for Throwdown. Uh, throw down Thursday, and uh, hopefully uh, Aspen will be at a be somewhat better, and and Russ can join us. Uh, but you guys are awesome. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We're gonna let Big Rich Dog close us up. Big Rich Dog, what do you got to say, buddy? What's going on? This is Big Rich Dog from the Dreadnought Nine Two Eight Podcast, and you've been listening to the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators live on Podbean. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody yep. say it with me. Later, Gators. Later, Gators. Later, Gators. Have, a, have good a good one. Valentine's. Yeah, buddy. Later, Happy Gators. Valentine's. Know you're loved.